Since 2017, the Italian Wine Podcast has exploded and expects to hit 6 million listens by the end of July 2023. We're celebrating this success by recognizing those who have shared the journey with us and giving them the opportunity to contribute to the ongoing success of the shows. By buying a paper copy of the Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0 or making a donation to help the ongoing running costs, members of the international Italian wine community will be given the chance to nominate future guests and even enter a prize draw to have lunch with Stevie Kim and Professor Attilio Scienza. To find out more, visit us at italianwinepodcast.com. Chin chin! Welcome to another episode of On The Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Each week, she travels to incredible wine destinations, interviewing some of the Italian wine scene's most interesting personalities, talking about wines, the foods, as well as the incredible travel destinations. Okay, so listen, Valentina, first of all, I'm not alone. I'm with some people. Let me introduce you to some people here. Mm-hmm. It's... um. You see Jacopo, we have Rebecca, yeah. we have Franca, we have Lan, and then we have Christina. Hi. Okay, Hi. so um, there, we have a small, uh, we started this small tasting panel because mm-hmm. mostly they're trying to help me taste wines. So I said, why, why don't we actually talk to the producers when we can do this? Because I started actually the WSET diploma program. Do you know? Ah, okay. Yes, yes. You have to study a lot, you know? Yeah. I, it's a little more than I actually thought, which isn't <laughs> great. But so we thought we'd have a small chat with you today and drink a couple of wines. So we have all the samples done for you. So we've oh, okay. distributed this. So Valentina, so how have you been? Come and come stay. Fine, fine. A little bit worried, but I'm fine. How was the pandemic? Like, how did you live 2020? Oh, oh it's not easy because after a beautiful uh, trip with my family in uh, Anguilla, when we came back, uh, everything was closed uh, in uh, one week. And then we decided the one is never closed. We closed only the hospitality area and the one shop for sure. But we continue to, to come to the office. Our routine will be the same, fortunately. I'm not staying at home with all the, the kids all the time because it's very dangerous for a mom to be at home. How, how, how old are your kids? Eight and 11. Oh my God, they're still small. Yes, yes. It's also so, no, he's but they're not going to school now, right? Now, yes, they are going to school. They started in September, and unfortunately, they go on uh, with school. Right. No sports, anything, uh, every, anything also closed, everything closed, gym, you know, no basketball, uh, no, but school, yes, fortunately. Oh, look, Stefano Bassanese. Do you remember Stefano? He used to be in Hong Kong with Domani. He used to be ah, the yes. general manager for Domani. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah, I think actually he's now in um, Dubai. He works, oh, okay. he works at another okay. restaurant, actually. Okay. So listen, uh, Valentina, I, I actually wanted to ask you something, which I've been meaning to ask you. So you have Francesca yes. and also Antonio, who works in yeah. the company. So I know yeah. three of you. Yes. But you're not brothers and sisters, all of you, right? No, Francesca is my sister. Antonio is my cousin. Okay. No, Jacopo wants to know if Antonio is surfing or working. 
<laughs> boards. <laughs> he's doing both. But he's, he was doing MW program, right? Yes, yes. Because Jacopo, I guess, was in the program with him. But he's, has yeah. he quit? No, he finished the, sec the first and the second course. He has to do the exam for the third level. Oh, okay. Actually, it's a little different, but that's okay. Listen, so, and what do you do? Like, what do you and Francesca do? Like, what are your roles in the company? And because job, you're, yes. you're third generation, right? Mm -hmm. Antonio, for example, is the person in charge of agriculture because he studied enologist in Pisa. Francesca is okay. the person that is following my father's path, the financial and administration area. And I'm the Your father is Franco. Franco, is yes. The, yeah, Franco. Yeah, Franco, Franco, Franco. Okay. And I'm the person for marketing and export uh, and communication in general. Hospitality too. Yeah, because you know, I you know, I met Francesca and I'm like, she does look like you know, you guys look alike. So I'm like, they have to be siblings. But I wasn't sure about Antonio. At least now I know. Okay. Yeah. And also I'll be taking some questions from you guys. Um if you have. Okay, so and then I'll just but we'll okay. do two lines. We'll do about 10 minutes, I guess, max. So we have um, two wines that we'll be tasting today. Why don't you tell us about, they're both called Isalis, right? Yes. We have and the what, what does that mean, Isalis? Isalis uh, is the name of the land where we grow two particular great varieties typical of the area around the winery in Sardiana. Uh, it's Nasco and Monica. Uh, the, the wine took the name from the vineyard. Okay, do we have Nasco in the book? Yeah. We do? In the, we have, we have Nasco in Okay, I'm just checking, you know, my team to make okay. sure we... I, I remember, Monica, we, we've also tasted a lot of wines with uh, Vinital International yes. um, Academy. I think Nasco we've never tasted. I'm not sure. Before. It's very rare. It's very rare. What is the, what is the production? Rare. It's rare and also it's the wine that grow only around Cagliari, in the hill around Cagliari, very close to our area. It's the Nasco di Cagliari, the denomination. And usually it's the wine that we use to produce a dessert wine. In 2014, we started with a, a studying a kind of new version, a dry version. And as, at the moment, we are the only one that produces a dry version of Nasco. Maybe this is the reason why did you, did you didn't taste before. It's very rare. Yeah, maybe it doesn't get outside of Cagliari. Yeah, yeah. Now, what is the production? How many bottles do you produce? We produce 40,000 bottles of this version. 40,000? 40, Shit, yeah. that's a lot. For <laughs> Nasco? Like, and uh, for example, for the dessert version, we produce only 10,000 bottles. Okay, so tell us a little bit about Nasco. Okay. Has anybody, listen, have you guys, I'm going to ask a question. Have you yeah. drank Nasco before? Just anybody? This, just this, just, this oh, yeah, just your wine. Just, what a surprise. <laughs> just your wine. That's a surprise. Okay, so tell us a little bit about this wine. Uh, this is the dry version. We started to produce this one in uh, 14, as, it, uh, as you told you before. And uh, three years before, we started with uh, studying uh, this kind of version because usually this grape grow to produce a dessert wine in the um, Albarello system as a trading method with a late harvest at the end of October, usually. But we studied the right period to harvest the grape and we divided this period in two parts. The first part at the beginning of September to obtain the freshness and the second part at the end of September 
to obtain the, um, the color, the richness in terms of bouquet and the complexity. Then we cut the grape, we put the grape in the soft press, and after the period in cement tanks, we use the only four or five months in the second passage to approve for the evolution of the wine. Listen, Valentina, I'm seeing Michelle, who, who's connecting from New York. It's kind of early, so she's a great fan of yours. She says, love Aljonas. She's one of our, of course, um, ambassadors, and she's now working with Gino Colangelo. Who oh, okay, 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 I know him. Right, okay. so G Gino got lucky. We sent Michelle his way. Okay. Um, this so is what a, we're 100% of Nasco. We don't use any other kind of uh, grapes uh, to obtain this kind of bouquet of freshness also. Is it similar to any of the other indigenous grapes that you have? No, no. We are also studying the connection between Nasco and the other varieties around the world, but it's very difficult to catch the, the, the similarity. Okay, so what we're going to be doing is, so one of the things that I do with the kids, I call them the kids, you know, they're my kids. I do with my kids is that we translate the wines into W-set form, you know? Uh -huh. You know why? Because, you know, internationally, that's kind of the standard tasting notes. So what we're trying to do is translate, you know, your very beautiful tasting notes. But maybe, you know, not everyone is familiar with the very pe peculiar notes that you have. Mm -hmm. So we make it more standard so that every, everybody understands it. So we'll do it okay. and we'll also publish it so that everyone has those standardized notes. That's, that's one of the things that we're doing. Okay, yeah, so... We are doing almost the same because we have a, the only positive thing in this period that is that we have time. And for example, every Wednesday we are organizing the tasting with our staff. Uh, oh, that's great. Staff, export staff, focus on each traditional varieties we grow and comparing with the, our varieties with the variety that grow in the similar area. For example, the last week we studied about Vermentino from Haas and also Vermentino from Liguria, Tuscany and France. This today we have a tasting about Cannonau and we are also studying the, for example, agronomical characteristic of the varieties and the trading method and then the analogical um, characteristic, the origin and also comparing our Cannonau with the Cannonau from France, Chateauneuf-du-Pape, for example, Cannonau from um, Priorat and Cannonau from another kind of canal from Sardinia. We say canal from the mountain in the center of Sardinia. You, why, did, did my invitation get lost in the mail? <laughs> what, what happened? Do you want to join us without... No, listen, listen, do you remember that we were supposed to do the Gita Scholastica in Sardinia with um, Shinsa? Do you remember yes. that? Are you enjoying this podcast? There is so much more high-quality wine content available from Mama Jumbo Shrimp. Check out our new wine study maps or books on Italian wine, including Italian Wine Unplugged, and much, much more. Just visit our website, mamajumboshrimp.com. Now, back to the show. And then, first, Sardinia seemed like it was a very safe place to go, you know, when the COVID happened, yeah. but then it got very bad. What is the current situation now? Uh, we are we are better than the other area, maybe because we are isolated. 
Also, we don't understand why we are orange now because the numbers is very low. Mm-hmm. Maybe we because we don't have an, an enough hospital say hospital inter uh, or this set a intensive or something like that. I see you. Yeah. Yeah. This is a mess because all the restaurants are closed again. And today we are a kind of um, protest. All the restaurants, all the wineries, all the oh, it's a mess. The restaurants are they open or are they are they closed. working? No, closed, closed. all day. They're not working. Yes, all day. Because here, I think it's open till lunchtime, and then they have to close. No, no. We are orange. We closed. You used to travel a lot, right? Yes, I love. So it. you haven't traveled at all in 2020. When no, was the last flight you took? In Anguilla in February with my family in Caribbean. The last one. Beautiful my last memories. one was my yeah. My at least it was a nice one. Yeah, with a beautiful yes. You know, do you guys yeah. have any question for um, uh, Valentina for this wine or anything else? Okay, if you don't, then we're going to go to the next wine. Okay, the red version. Huh? Of the- oh yes, okay. soil. She would like to. Uh, Rebecca would like to know about soil. A soil is a merlic soil, as a calcareous soil, because this uh, kind of variety need a poor soil. And also we can irrigate for this kind of wine. We oh, don't you can re- irrigate? Yeah, we can. We can. So we have a very dry climate, you know. For this one, we irrigate. For the dessert one, we don't irrigate. Okay. For this wine, we have a Alberello system. We have a, a, a higher production compared to the wine that we use for dessert. And we can irrigate. Our uh, strange denomination allow us to irrigate. Okay, so we are going to uh, compile as a group a tasting note for you. Okay, uh, we're going to write the tasting note for you. Ah, okay, okay, great. And share it with you. Yeah, 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 yes, for sure. Line question, yes, go ahead. So he was asking about the the global the climate change um, with regards to this specific um, grape variety and where it's grown. Has it affected? Yeah, um, no. at all. Okay. Or what? What is your prediction okay fortunately, fortunately we are in the a perfect area when we don't have a lot of differences in during this year affecting you the global change but also another positive way is that we are using a particular trading method alberello yeah and also we use only traditional varieties and maybe uh, professor Scienza said that this traditional variety Will be the one the, the variety that will resist to the climate change. Yeah, to the climate change. How 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 old are the vines? Are the are they old vines? No, no, we have a 15, 15 years old wines vines for uh, Iseli, so it's not so. Old. So, so so it's fairly new, but it's a yeah. traditional variety, yeah. and, and it's a bush vine. Yes. Okay. Any other question for this wine? Okay, we'll go to the next wine. We'll go to Monica. Monica is something that we're more familiar with, but it's also a small blend, right? You also have something else? Yes, we produce two, two kinds of Monica as also the favorite grape variety of my father because of the very uh, soft tannins. We say this is the, the reason why it's a female name, Monica. And usually it was produced 
for a daily wine, a very simple uh, wine, easy to combine with food, also with a glass of wine without food. But we would like to uh, give another opportunity to Monica to express this characteristic uh, selecting, uh, for example, uh, using the muscle selection in our uh, Serviana vineyard and selecting the best plant that produce low quantity but better quality in terms of concentration and tannins. And also this, uh, this one is a result of uh, three years of study, selecting the plant, replanting, and then giving an, a, a new life to the traditional uh, variety, because this wine is uh, capable of age better than a normal Monica. For example, we use uh, less production for sure. We use seven tanks, Still first, seven tanks, and then second passage uh, oak for 12 months to allow the wine to age, uh, to age well. So this is a mass cell selection. How, yes. how long does it take to do that? Did you say that? It, it takes a really long time, right? Yeah. How we long did it take for this one? We started in uh, 2014 with the biodiversity camp. Uh, we have selected 11 different uh, Sardinian varieties all over the highland and mm -hmm. planted uh, these varieties in different clones a combination to analyze, uh, first of all, uh, the agronomical uh, characteristic of these varieties and especially the clones. And then we replanted two years after to analyzing the enological um, uh, characteristic uh, doing the microvinification. And then when we, uh, we selected the best clones that can produce the kind of aging potential wine. It's a very long process, but very important to protect the biodiversity in Sardinia, because unfortunately we don't have any camp of any regional camp, as for example, Sicily have a lot we don't have, and we have to produce this material by ourselves. What, what does that mean, regional camp? For example, uh, when you said uh, vivai, when you can uh, plant the, the, the diversity of variety of clones and biotypes of a typical uh, uh, Sardinian variety, usually you have a, a regional camps when you can study. We'll ask Shinsa. Okay. He comes here once in a while, you know, oh, so yeah, yeah, we actually do this. You should listen to us because we do this thing called everybody needs a bit of shinsa. You know, we ask him questions and then I just ask him a question. I go get a coffee. I do stuff, come back and he's still talking. <laughs> All right. We have a Korea, some hello from Korea. I saw Marco Gatti before. I'm surprised. Aren't people working? You know, like this kind of thing. They don't have jobs. I don't know what they're doing connecting at this time. I saw a question about it's not a 100% Monica. It's 25% yeah. of Monica, Carignano for 10%, and Bovale 5%. Five. Five percent. Mm. Now I open my bottle. <laughs> But why did you, what did you, did you always decide to put in the blend, um, Carignano uh, and Osa Bovale? 
because uh, Carignano helps to give um, some elegance. The wine above all for the richness in terms of color and terms of um, uh, antioxidant properties of wine. Because this the Monica like itself, it's it's not as dark. Is that correct? No, no, no. Monica is a little uh, yes, layered dark and also. Uh, sometimes, if you don't be uh, be uh, concentrated, you can produce a very wine with any kind of structure, and you need to produce less quantity and also use the other variety to help the longevity and also the body of the wine. Cheers! Cheers! Cheers, Valentina. Okay, we're, I'm going to close this up. So do you guys have questions for um, Valentina? You know, you want to know the soil. Let me guess. Yes. The soil, please, for Rebecca. Yeah, she's she's W said so. You know, she's um, okay. Soil. We are in the same vineyard in Serviana, but in a different space. We are, for example, we have a marvelous calcareous soil for the Iselis. And we are in a soil more rich of uh, red composition for the for the Monica. Okay, so and what about the volume? How many bottles? I'm more same than in the commercial almost, side. Almost hmm? the same, thirty-five thousand bottles. Okay. Did you did you have a follow-up question? Yeah. Okay. Um, how far is it from the seaside? Ah, we are only 20 kilometers to the sea. And this is a very good question because also the breeze from the sea influences. Yes, the inf in uh, moderating influences, as yeah. they call it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we have, this is the vineyard of Iseris. It's the vineyard that is uh, very close to Cagliari. Cagliari is on the, on the beach. We are on the beach, 20 kilometers far from uh, from the beach. As I said, very fundamental, the... The, the breeze arrived from uh, during, especially the mistral, that is very important for us because during the summer, the mistral dropped the temperature. Also during the night uh, from, uh, for example, we have 30 degrees in the morning and we can have also 30, 15 degrees in the night. Uh, the excursion is very fundamental to maintain the perfume and the elegance in the grape. Okay, great. Listen, we're going to say goodbye because it's almost one o'clock. Um, here, everybody eats at one o'clock. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, and also that's, that way we'll let you go now. Okay. okay. Um, Valentina, nice thank line. you so much for, for the wines, for sharing your wines with us and also the chat. So hope to see you very, very soon. We hope, we hope to. Okay. Ciao, grazie. Ciao. Do you guys want to say ciao? Ciao. 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 Thank you for joining us on another installment of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Join her again next week for more interesting content in the Italian wine scene. You can also find us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. You can also check out our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, to watch these interviews and the footage captured of each location. Chin chin!